0: like yes it was stressful to still have people putting their own fears on me but by no means was it anything that was going to stop me like it was definitely more of a
1: Happy Monday! <laughs> oh my god christmas is coming up and i feel like i just sounded like frosty the snowman you know like Happy birthday. Is that what it is? <laughs> it's so funny because I make these intros and I realize that if I'm trying to get new people to listen to it, I would turn this off in the first 10 seconds. I promise you, people, hold out, okay? It gets good. It gets really good. You just have to get past my weirdness at the beginning. And I'm going to give you, you guys one very awkward thing that happened this week because it wouldn't be a Just Doing Live podcast without me making you feel bad about yourself because I'm a freaking awkward weirdo. So, um, I don't know about you guys, but my company, we have to change our passwords out like every 60 days or something. And I get so sick of it and it's so hard to remember. So for a little while, I was on this habit of placing like a food <laughs> with like at symbol, like, you know, like just a bunch of weird numbers in between. But the general outline of the password was like food for you <laughs> with a little bit of ads and stuff in there, whatever. Okay. You know, I just got sick of it. Well, you see, my laptop broke this week when I was in the office, and I had to get something fixed on it. And I was working on uh, by, like a Zoom share with one of the IT guys, super friendly, and he's cranking through it, trying to fix it, and then he goes, you know what, I'm really sorry, I'm going to have to take your, uh, your laptop from you. Uh, it won't take too long. I was like, oh, okay, like, perfect, do you need me to sit by you? And he goes, oh, no, not a problem, just give me your credentials. And I go, my credentials. And he says, yes, like your pass your username and password. Mmm. Oh right. So you know what I had to type on my screen? You know what I had to type on my screen? I had to type shrimp Alfredo for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't worry. I don't care. I'm giving out my password because it's no longer that. I've learned the hard way you guys don't ever put embarrassing passwords ever okay because let me tell you shrimp alfredo for you (laughs) why shrimp alfredo you know that's a great question i truly do not know what compelled me to choose shrimp alfredo i don't even really like shrimp alfredo i mean i'll eat it i eat anything but it's not like a go-to so Shrimp Alfredo for you, am I right? Alright, let's get over this. Um, I have a great episode here for you guys today. I talked with Lindsay, who is just truly inspiring. She just went for some dreams. She had these ideas and just ran with them. We hear all about her travel, all about how she had to get through the pandemic, and honestly, how the pandemic truly helped her um develop her passion. She's awesome. So Give it up for lindsay i'm excited um also warning she, she she lives out in like the middle of nowhere kind of and she drove and sat in a gas station parking lot to get better service how amazing anyways there's a p- couple parts that glitch in and out so i'm really sorry i tried to fix that up and there's might be a couple of areas that i had to cut out so whatever sorry um also i did another outro i feel like i kind of like this so Stick around at the end to hear my personal thoughts other than my shrimp Alfredo dilemma. And yeah, all right. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. But Lindsay, super happy to have you. We just had mega technical difficulties, but we persisted through and we're finally connected. So this is super exciting. I apologize that I look like a sweaty mess right now. I was... Running around before
0: this, but (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm so glad this only airs as a podcast because I look horrible right now. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. You and me both. Like, I've thought about you. Well, I still think about
1: YouTube all the time, but I'm like, God, it is so much easier to put content out with just my voice and not the whole shebang because I don't think I'd have anyone listening if it was ready
0: to prepare content takes like as long as posting and making (laughs) the content. Right. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Well,
1: just to start this whole thing off, let's go ahead and just give me a little intro. Anything about you, where you're from? Because I was under the impression you were Chicago, but it's clear you're not. So let's talk <laughs> about where you're from. Um, any hobbies, which I know you. it sounds like you have a, quite a few. So if it yes. has anything to do with your career, plan and all that too, you could save that because we will dive very deep into that in a little bit. Um, cool. But just anything that you want to just
0: kick off with? Um, so I grew up in Addison and then moved to Villa Park when I was about 14, was Lombard local after that, and then our bus build is what prompted being all the way out here in the sticks. We're in Grant Park, Illinois now, which okay. is like five minutes off the border of Indiana. We're out there.
1: Okay, time out. You said the sticks before. Is that something that I should know? Because I have never heard that before.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I just made it up or whatever. <laughs> like I just feel like we're so far out into the country compared to the, how the city and the suburbs are. Like. Okay. The sticks out here. <laughs> so, by sticks, are we talking like a bunch of logs everywhere,
1: branches? Like, that's when you say sticks, I'm thinking like you're in the middle of woods. Like,
0: <laughs> some of it's wooded, it's a lot okay. of cornfields, really. Okay. I just, I also feel like nobody knows where Grant Park is or they think it's Grant Park in Chicago. So oh, I see here to imply like the sticks, the middle of nowhere, nowhere okay. that you would know. <laughs>
1: okay. So you say sticks. I say bufu, Same thing. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> same thing. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, um, honestly, you can kind of take the floor here because guys, when I say I really don't know much about Lindsay, we, I mean, we've communicated, <laughs> you've been great. We've, we chatted over Instagram. Yeah. I guess I'll give a little backstory. Um, you guys listened to Monica's episode. Are you? Do you know Monica personally?
0: Yeah. Or... No, so okay. I actually played soccer with Monica like way back in high school. I guess. Okay. Cool. And then I heard her on your podcast, and that actually kind of rekindled our relationship. Um, oh, I she, love that! I just hosted a pop-up art gallery yesterday, so cool. I invited her to show some of her work there. Um, it's It was really um, crazy to kind of see, like, how we're suddenly on very similar life paths and them just being life paths, like, so different from where we were 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. It's um, really
0: cool to just see that growth in others as well. Oh, my
1: gosh. Awesome. That is so cool. That makes me so happy that <laughs> that's going on. Okay, so, yeah, so so Monica came on. Um, She was the cool, artsy music girl that you guys listened to a couple weeks ago. And then Lindsay reached out and had, like, inquired about the podcast and everything and we've been chatting now and we thought it'd be great to have Lindsay come on so I still don't don't know anything really about you um so really wherever you want to start us off with I know I mean you've obviously listened to the other one so we typically go through like high school to college I'm not sure how old you well you said you're at the same age as Monica then so um if you want to start with high school if that means nothing to you at this point we could jump into college (laughs) or like post high school whatever you were doing really like the floor is yours I'll just start chucking in some questions here and there. Cool.
0: Um, I can talk a lot, so yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, so I guess we can start with high school. Um, okay. It is very at this point. I see it as unimportant, but it is important to the story because of its unimportance. Yeah, totally. Um, high school is like a really weird time for me. I actually have a very close friend of mine who kind of teases me. Um, and she's like, "Oh, Yo, like you didn't even go to Willowbrook." Because I didn't really know a ton of people. Um, I was very much in my own world. Dealing with so much of what I was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were separated. And that was just very chaotic. Um, my father was actually pretty abusive growing up. And being with him on the weekends. Really dictated like so much of my life. like Not being able to see friends on those weekends. Etc. Um, I throw this into the story. Not because of. I feel like a lot of people's first reactions are to be like oh I'm sorry mm-hmm. um and that's like totally not why this gets thrown out there I just feel like it's such an important piece of the story because it's so much of why I've turned into just it like this tenacious like free spirit yeah I feel like I meet people and I'm like oh my god like you have such a cool life I'm like this is like, it took a lot to get the cool life. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to refrain from saying any of, any of those yeah. exact words. Cause that was like, I was sitting here thinking, okay, Megan, say something,
0: <laughs> like be, no, it makes, be sensitive. It, it's like It's an empathy response. Like yeah. I get why people want to respond that way, but it just like makes it feel very awkward for me to bring it up because it's not the reason that I'm bringing it up yeah. at all. Yeah, well, thank Um, you for sharing it regardless. Uh, Of course. Uh, (laughs) Especially uh, if it becomes this awkward conversation, so I (laughs) appreciate it. Of course, of course. So that brings us to um, leaving high school. So I actually graduated early, like a semester early, because I was just so set on like getting out of that whole life and Mm -hmm. just starting new. Um, I, at the time, started school right away. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um my mom wouldn't sign my papers for me to graduate early, which you have to have signed off on by a guardian unless I was going to immediately enroll in college courses. And I already didn't exactly have a plan, but kind of had that mindset of like, okay, well, I need school to at least start off on the right foot. So I dove into like I was taking college classes early at CoD. Mm-hmm. Um, I enrolled in a nursing track. That was what I was going to do. I just wanted to do something that was going to be able to help people. And that was kind of my first, like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Wait, I'm going to pause you here now. Me yeah. interjecting. So do you
1: have any family and healthcare or anything? I'm, I'm a little curious where that nursing, cause there's a lot of things I, that help people obviously,
0: but. I grew up very close to my good cousin, Katie and her mom was a nurse. So okay. I think that's part of where the idea came from. Okay. Um, she definitely like recommended it to us. And I don't know why that was just the first thing I was drawn to as like, if I wanna help people, this would be something I would be good at and it would accomplish that for me. Totally. And I keep living at it. Um, at the time I moved in with a now ex-boyfriend and started school um, very close to St. Louis, just at a community college there. That relationship did not end well. And that prompted, like, a. at the time, I was just going to take a break from school. Um, I didn't want to go back home, didn't want to be where I was. I reached out on Facebook. I just kind of posted, does anyone want to take a road trip or go on some kind of vacation? Very spontaneous. Mm -hmm. The only person that responded to that was my friend Josh, who actually lives in Alaska. He was like, hey we're in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, it gets better. It, you that was a twist. Okay. Um, so he messages me, he says, I'm in Hawaii with a couple of friends. If you want to fly out here, like we'd be down to have another person tag along. And they were just roughing it. They were staying at like hostels or doing farm work in exchange for food and shelter, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. So they weren't vacationing, they were living. A little bit of both okay um and they had been there i think about a month at this point so i bought a one-way ticket there i had like maybe like two grand to my name i was like well i'm gonna do this and however it plays out it plays out and i still had the mindset of like okay i'll take this semester break and then go back to school for nursing yes okay while i was in hawaii um i did a little bit hitchhiking when i was there to get around because i was on a crazy budget and hawaii is really expensive
1: Mm -hmm. so the
0: first people that ever picked me up hitchhiking were two travel nurses no way what are the chances of that that's pretty cool (laughs) exactly well that's what i thought and i you know i was excited i'm like oh you guys are travel nurses like tell me all about it Mm -hmm. and the first thing they said was like, oh, well, this is actually our first day to like explore the island or be out of the hospital in like two weeks. Like we've only seen like the inside of a hospital since we've gotten here. Oh, wow. And immediately I was like, oh my God, like I never want that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the direction I was heading as I was thinking I would want to do travel nursing. Yeah. Um. So that just changed my whole trajectory of thinking along with so many of the other experiences I had in Hawaii um growing up I remember you know people like what do you want to do when you grow up what are you going to do after high school Mm -hmm. and I never was like thinking of a career when people asked me that question I was always just thinking oh I'm going to travel like I just want to travel that was it and Hawaii solidified that for me so much I wait okay
1: more. i before i feel like it's we're yeah. about to get into this like deep so i need to start spinning out these questions because first of all what you don't know is that right now like my legs are like shaking because i'm like this girl's freaking awesome oh, like <laughs> you're just like you. packed up and go to hawaii like what is going on this is my dream okay so let's go back let's uh, back backtrack yes. so you decide i'm just gonna pack up and go to hawaii what you said your mom you you said your mom was the one who was like you need to go to school, correct? Yes. So did you have a good re- re- did, did so uh, I'm just curious about like family-wise, were were any of your family like what the hell are you doing? Like absolutely oh not, Lindsay.
0: All of my family.
1: Okay. That was their exact response. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to get at fear is like a huge thing that's you know stops people from doing stuff like this. And especially I think like fear from family, you know. Not supporting it, and I think that's really yeah. hard for some people to get over. Um, did you experience that, and how did you overcome that?
0: Um, see, that's again, this goes back to why I brought up my upbringing in the mm-hmm. household. Um, I had was already so at the time felt like so betrayed by all of my family, and just it it had brought so much just like stress and trauma that mm-hmm. so much of me moving and everything in the first place. Was to just say, screw all that. Like, I'm gonna make the decisions I wanna make and not care about any of that influence. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, it was stressful to still have people putting their own fears on me, but by no means was it anything that was gonna stop me. Like, it was Mm -hmm. definitely more of a motivator to be like, oh, like, you think this is a bad idea? Like, I'll definitely do this. (laughs)
1: Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Okay. All right. So, so I guess question two then is, you said that you were anticipating it just being a semester long coming back. Yeah. Was there like plans set in place so that you know after that semester you were enrolled in classes or was it just in your Not mind at all. you thought, okay, so it was just yeah. in, the, in my mind. I figured, you know, in a year I'll be back in school going back. Yeah. Okay. Third question. Sorry, I'm just like I'm trying to keep <laughs> no, track of no, all these things because there's so much going through my mind. Um, Mr. Josh from Alaska. <laughs> yes. Were you were you friends with it? Like, uh, we're all, okay. I feel like we're Facebook friends with everybody nowadays. So like he comments on your post and you're just like, yeah, you seemed normal enough. Like I'll come hang out with you or. No, that's a kind of even a crazier
0: piece of this puzzle. Um, he, I think it was, uh, I would say probably my freshman or sophomore year of high school. His grandparents were very good friends of my mom's boyfriend at the time. Um, okay. like, Tim and Joe were very good friends and then their parents knew each other
1: so now gotcha. these are
0: Josh's grandparents okay and he got in trouble for like just smoking weed and like doing stupid stuff teenagers do okay. and actually was like sent to live with his grandparents for the summer I think it was kind of supposed to be a punishment I'm not really sure okay but I was introduced to him as like oh yeah this is Josh like he doesn't know anyone here he's just working for the summer so we spent like a whole summer together okay and then he went back to Alaska and it was just like (laughs) we kept in touch but I hadn't seen him since then
1: okay so still random but at least like close enough that it wasn't just that dude that sat next to you in class yes (laughs) okay cool final question before we get back to the story Hitchhiking is that like the classic thumb out side of the road? Can I have a yes. ride? Is it yes. actually? That's actually what it is. I, I was like poking okay. a joke here,
0: but <laughs> no, okay. No, that's a hundred percent. Okay, look, okay. like I don't think I would ever be comfortable doing that anywhere else other than Hawaii. Really? Like I can't emphasize to you how different the people and the culture are in Hawaii. Like yes, there's still there's crazy people. Whatever, you still have to be careful, mm-hmm. but. It, it's just so different I think that's why I was comfortable doing it there okay. and like I was with friends when I was doing it like I never hitchhiked alone okay
1: so you're saying I shouldn't go do it on 355 right now
0: <laughs> no I would okay. absolutely not okay.
1: recommend it <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm looking for a ride but okay <laughs> okay. okay sorry let's go back so just to, to get everyone back on the same page you are in Hawaii you're hitchhiking travel nurses are telling you travel nursing is not that not necessarily as glamorous as it sounds
0: Yes. Okay.
1: All you take it away.
0: Um, so at that point I just knew that whatever I was going to do needed to be oriented around the possibilities of like easy access to travel, like making enough money to be able to travel. Granted, I travel like very frugally. I don't think most people would consider what I do a vacation, <laughs> but that's how I prefer to travel. Okay. Um and fast forward I was in Hawaii for I think like maybe three weeks at this point um I got strep throat but I didn't know it was strep throat like I didn't have the sore throat or anything I was like I have a cold I'll be fine ended up like dying in my bed like I was so sick because I let it go on for like a week before I was like okay I think I'm really sick and I should see Mm -hmm. doctors i went to hawaii under the impression that i had insurance oh no fast forward it turns out my dad actually lied to me about that um i was 18 or maybe i was 19 but so you should time. have been still on somebody's insurance yeah okay. so i walked literally 10 miles to the the like clinic or whatever super sick I get there, they're like, yeah, so this insurance card is real, but, like, you're not on it. Your bill's $250. I had been applying for jobs. I was already towards the end of my budget, and it came down to, okay, so now I have money to, like, either get a plane ticket home, or it's maybe enough to be staying here for another two weeks, Mm -hmm. and, like, then I'll just be broke in Hawaii, hadn't gotten a call back for jobs or anything yet. So I ended up booking my ticket home and I did leave Hawaii. Um, and I just started working again, like doing anything I could at the time. I went back to my old dishwashing job, which was not even official. This was like a, I had been working since I was 16, like three jobs at a time, just because I knew I needed money to be able Mm -hmm. to get out and be independent. And on the weekends I would go wash dishes. Because it was under the table, and like nowhere else wants to hire you when you're 15. You can right. only work so many hours. Right. And I went back to them like, can I please have my dishwashing job back? <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> I need money. Um, and they just so happened to be like, well, we're we need a server. Like, do you want to start waitressing for us? And that's better money, I would assume. Yes, absolutely. Um, I had zero experience they gave me a menu we're like come back at four we'll train you tonight i hadn't realized within the time i was gone that their little restaurant had been on chicago's best so it was like blowing up at the time that's why they needed a waitress oh so i get there for my first night of training and i like they're like we don't have time to train you like just start taking orders like good luck just like do what you think a, a server should do. And Water, <laughs> get, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was just like an insane. That's how I got thrown into serving.
1: Wow, um, that sounds like some great timing, though, in terms of them blowing the up,
0: you coming back, needing a job, Absolutely. and then getting into that role. Okay, cool. So then I realized that waitressing provided the, the money and the time off really because as long as you can get your shift covered you're kind of free to do what Mm -hmm. you like whereas most jobs allow like a week's vacation a year or whatever right right. um so i just started doing that for a long time among many other odd jobs like i would just anything that was like i have a friend that has a landscaping business he would call me be like do you want extra work today i have a job i can use you on so i'd Mm -hmm. go do that uh really I yeah babysitting yeah don't we all i joke
1: about that all the time like i swear that the day i stop manning is the day i die because yeah no, <laughs> every time like i literally just got an email or a text right before this call of if i wanted to babysit this
0: weekend yeah <laughs> it's easy money <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> so then i started just doing as much traveling as i could um i've been to peru Barcelona. Oh my God,
1: stop. You just, I'm
0: thinking like traveling like up to the Dells, maybe the,
1: like the East Coast. I myself you,
0: with Hawaii. Like, like so you, you go to
1: the Dells yeah. after Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, very true. Wait, you, so you were like, you're traveling, hardcore traveling. Like when you travel, is it vacation-y type travel? Or I know you said like you travel frugally, but um, um, Peru doesn't I, sound very frugal to me.
0: I guess it depends how, like, what you consider a vacation. I'm talking, like, everything is packed into just, like, a little backpack or carry-on, even if I'm going somewhere for, like, two weeks or a month. Um, I only stay at hostels or campgrounds. So, Mm -hmm. you're talking, okay, like, when I was in Venice, they literally had a campground available for, like, $12 a night. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Like if you really do your research, you can go lots of places you would assume are expensive and do it very inexpensively, and still have money to experience.
1: Question though, Venice, what
0: what do you have for a
1: campground? You yourself in a tent?
0: Um, no. So that was actually okay. So mainly I stay at hostels. Mm-hmm. So this one was a hostel slash campground. So they had little cabins on the property for more money. Oh, very um, cool for that normally yes it's like set up your own tent camping i -hmm. don't even i don't even stay in a tent usually i just set up my hammock um cool but in venice they had like the steel pole little mini canvas pop-up tents and Mm -hmm. then just two cots in them um and then whatever the amenities were in another building yeah very interesting cool okay so yeah here
1: let's uh go through all the cool places you've been because this will be this will like spur my travel bug again
0: <laughs> oh that's a lot of okay I'm gonna reference my tattoos so I can remember everywhere um, do you get a tattoo in every location or something not every location more so just like the more spiritual or like sentimental places that I've been um yeah I don't oh, that's so I would cool. already be out of room if I got one yeah, everywhere right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So I've done Thailand, um, state-wise, Colorado, California, Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Boston. I think that's it for states, I think. Okay. And many of those were camping um, and hiking trips. So very big nature. Yeah, definitely. Cool. This all sparked the, I just couldn't travel enough, even though I was going so many places. Mm-hmm. I, since about age 18, I had this dream of like living on a school bus and yeah. just being able to travel full time. Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm going to cut you off really quick here. Yes. just Because I'm just curious because I can tell that
1: we're, we're going to probably like where you're at now. Yeah. Um. So timeline wise, you were, you came back from Hawaii when you were 19, you said? Yeah. So were you, so for the past X years, were you traveling, coming back to your serving job, traveling, coming back to your serving job?
0: So that would be up until pretty much the pandemic, really. Like I'd probably okay. still be doing the travel, come back, travel, come back.
1: Cool. So, so that yeah. job gave you that much flexibility where you could yeah dip out for a month at a time and come back. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to stop you no. there, but I just wanted to get that Often. out of it. Okay
0: so um the the plan actually now fast forward to pandemic time right before that we were really trying to my boyfriend and i um steve he's awesome we were trying to <laughs> buy a house in arizona uh we just wanted to head somewhere warmer mm-hmm. at the time he was really um pimping his studio work and his music hard trying to get that up and running as lucrative from home business and at the time uh maybe for i'm gonna say anywhere a month to three months at this time i had kind of said do your thing take the time you need to be able to get to the studio to where it needs to be to become a at-home business i'll take care of bills and whatever for the time being mm-hmm. then the pandemic hit Oh, we Um, love it. (laughs) Right, right. So, you know, waitressing all the restaurants are closed. Mm -hmm. Um, and it got to a point of that, okay, he had finally picked up a job again and now I'm not working. So to try and kind of even things out, um, I got really into my art during the pandemic because I didn't have the time for it that I wanted before. Like it was more of a hobby than anything. Mm -hmm. And having all that time on my hands, I realized like what it could potentially be if i just dedicated my time to that rather than the waitressing yeah um and i kind of started posting on facebook just like a hey guys i don't have a job anymore right now so if you want to buy some art that would be what, great. what
1: kind of art are we talking is it paintings drawings all of the above
0: anything creative i could get my hands on like
1: it sounds like i'm talking to monica right now because that's exactly (laughs) what your are on.
0: so i mean yeah i do wood burning handmade dream catchers uh drawing is my favorite i definitely do the most drawing okay so now steve goes back to work i'm doing this thing we were trying to move to arizona buy a house there at the time the plan was have the house become income by renting it out and mm-hmm. do the bus thing and have the income from the house while we were traveling on the bus. Yeah. And because we couldn't rely on restaurant jobs moving to Arizona anymore, which was the plan at the time, we said, okay, well, we have enough money to just do the bus right now. Like, let's just buy a bus and pretty mm-hmm. much say screw it all. And just jump into building this bus. We'll really work hard to build our at-home businesses, and eventually hit the road. With the bus, the the bus, yeah. (laughs) So we did. Uh, We spent probably six months researching, really hardcore, to make sure this was like really what we wanted to do. Figure Mm -hmm. out exactly how we wanted to do it, because I think a lot of people, when we tell them we bought a bus and we're gonna live on it have this very gnarly impression that we're like just like threw an air mattress in there and like oh a my. And we're calling it a day are they not um, on um, van
1: life squad instagram are you kidding me have you seen <laughs> these glamorous vehicles my god i i literally hype up all of these van like youtubers or all the people who have like the transition from the these yellow school buses to this beautiful home like no come on you're better than it, that
0: <laughs> it's been even crazier to just like be doing that experience yeah like, we get in the bus now i'm like what? like this this was a bus oh my Why god doing this? yeah um, we, did, we did a full two-foot roof raise so that we have eight foot ceilings in there Okay. He's five eleven, so it was kind of a he had to walk with a crooked neck. If we didn't do that, he wasn't really down for that. Yeah, lots of neck massages at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we are about a year and a half into the build. We've okay. been living on it for six months. Still building while we're living on it, it has been pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Shipping of a lot of items again due to just the pandemic has held up a lot of the build. I thought we would be done by now we're so close i'd say we're at 75 percent.
1: and you're doing this like completely by yourselves yes so yep. electric uh, why did i say it? that was so weird the way i just said that <laughs> <laughs> electric <laughs> and like water all of that stuff you're putting that in yes Wow, so, that is so cool. Before I forget, I'm gonna ask you for pictures of this because also when oh, I absolutely. when I release this episode, I, I know that people, even if other people don't want to, I'm gonna want to watch it like look through all of these pictures. So,
0: please so send cool. out, definitely yeah. send you pictures. Yes. Uh and we do have an Instagram and a Facebook. Uh we're Schooly Dream for All of those. Cool. Um, and debating changing it to Schooly reality because we're doing it now. Yeah. But, <laughs> I love but, that. Uh, <laughs> So yeah we have in total once they're all installed we'll have eight solar panels um our intention is to be able to go completely off grid with this thing if we want to and just spend a month in the middle of the desert being creative because we can um yeah so
1: um, i'm curious you said steve is doing his own business like uh what is what exactly is it that he's doing what does he
0: not do? Oh, no, so um, he, he's like your. So he's like your exact counterpart, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh but he. So he has a mobile production business. He is a very talented musician. Um, he just released a solo record and a record that he did with a buddy. Um, he plays guitar, drums, bass. He does vocals. He does recording, mixing, mastering. Um, I cannot even emphasize how many hours he has put into like mastering this craft um Uh with the same everyone saying like you can't you'll never make money doing music Mm -hmm. um and he actually just recorded his first single for a band last sunday oh my god congratulations steve (laughs) he says thanks So yeah, he recorded a single for Q Dismay. Um, they're uh, a punk band in Schomburg and he's hopefully going to be doing a full record for them. I'm so proud of him. That's so cool. Oh, my God. And he- Do you he ever come
1: was- in as, like, a guest star with, like, a pencil tapping as, like, the background sound <laughs> <sign> or
0: something? <laughs> um, no. You know, our dog guest starred on an album. He accidentally <laughs> had, like, our pit bull, like, just doing a single bark in one of his recordings. We didn't uh-huh. even realize it until way after the fact. He's like, oh, I'm totally leaving that in there. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That so is he so has cool. the ability
0: to just bring his equipment, his laptop, show up anywhere that a band is, and record on the go. That is awesome. and
1: Probably so ideal for two people who want to be on the road. And also, I exactly. mean, he's able to go wherever, whenever. Networking exactly. with people across the country is probably so much easier. That is so cool. Wow. Look at you two. That is is—it's yeah. so ambitious coming from, because I don't know if, which episode I was talking about it on, but I feel like it, it can be scary as someone in this type of uh, field or industry with you two? I mean, he's in music. You're also you're in like artistry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to classify all the things you do, but <laughs> like on that more artistic side, and that is very challenging because there's not necessarily um, like a set goal or like you know some big break that necessarily happens for everyone. Whereas something yeah. more traditional like a corporate position or what like consulting, like I'm doing, I know that there's going to be something down the road or like another position I can fill. So. You guys are really taking your future and trajectory into your own hands, which I think is incredible. And I mean, look at the things you guys are able to do—that is amazing. I'm
0: shaking under the desk because <laughs> this is you. so cool. That again, like this, just really ties back to the childhood I had. Like, mm-hmm. I spent so much of my life not getting to do what I wanted to do, or even necessarily having like what I would consider a proper childhood. Like, there's no way anything's going to stop me from trying, at least trying, to do exactly what I want to do totally. for the best of the time I have here. Yeah. And so much of it is just about being an inspiration to others. Yeah. It's, it's hard, too, with the art because there's so many deep messages in a lot of my pieces that I just want it to be so available to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to give it away for free and I can't do that. <laughs> you want to you want to live on a bus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, yeah. Like my big thing is like, aspire to inspire.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. Have you, have you heard of the um, book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell?
0: You know, I have not, I am
1: not a reader. Okay. Well, if you're not a reader, maybe you're an audiobooker because this yes. is a, this is a yes. fantastic book. Um, for those of you who who haven't heard of it um it's about all of these super famous um successful people who basically had their breaks because of small part like small things in their life that really allowed them to grow or to yeah. pursue that or really shaped their career and i feel like you are embodying this so much because everything that you've told me there's a reason that it got you from point a to point b like you said you're growing up like the way you grew up sparked that i need to get out of here i need to go you know get out of my house whatever you start doing nursing realize in hawaii from some (laughs) random hitchhiker that like hiking i mean hiking (laughs) hiking is not for you no nursing travel nursing is not for you come back try to change that whole mindset you come back in the middle or doing your waitressing job when covid after uh or i'm sorry when your Chicago restaurant (laughs) blew up. So then you were able to start serving. COVID happens and you're able to start pursuing. Like, it's amazing how all of the pieces fell into play. And even though I'm sure, well, actually, I'm gonna let you answer this. Were were there any points that you were like, what is going on? How do I get, like, how do I keep moving forward because there's things that aren't going right? Or were you kind of just like, you know what?
0: It's happening all the time like even still that like I feel like how could you not have those those negative thoughts or whatever just you Mm -hmm. know shit happens like that's like there's gonna be things thrown at you that you weren't expected um I guess just the ambition of wanting to live the life that I want to is bigger than any of that yeah Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
1: this is so exciting. (laughs) I I think, I think it's foolish to say, I mean, I think social media has such a big role in it, but people who pretend that they don't have those negative, like bad days or weeks or months, or honestly, even years at this point, like those periods where you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but it all ends up, I mean, Oh, I can't get over your story just because like (laughs) the coincidence of you hitchhiking with travel nurses and then realizing that's not what you wanted to do and like how it all played out to where you're at now. And you seem to be super excited and happy about what you're doing. And it's all because of all these pieces. So I think like the biggest message from this is like, just keep going because things will work out and they will fall into place the way that they're supposed to. I usually ask people like what their five-year plan is. Um, but like, hopefully in five years, you're out on the road traveling and doing all that. But I am curious, like, do you have any fear for, for the next um, couple steps as you and Steve really get
0: your home businesses going? Or So, honestly, the plan is kind of there is no plan. Um, like, honestly, I feel like personally, once we end up on the road in the bus, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, how long we'll be doing it for. I know a lot of people, it seems they get burnt out of, like, road life very quickly. Mm -hmm. In my, like, when I say quickly, I mean a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'll be living on the road for, like, the next 10 years. But there's so many up in the air about that. And I'm such a go with the flow, just do whatever comes to me type of person. Totally. And don't ever really intend on having kids, which also, like, drastically changes what five years looks like. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people are more in mindset of owning a home or starting a family and not having that as a priority just leaves so much more freedom to the possibility of what could happen in the next five yeah, years.
1: totally. You could end up back in Thailand in 10 years, Well, yeah. so you know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I mean, my hope is that Steve is killing it with the music and uh, killing it with the art and that that just keeps allowing us to do whatever it is life draws us to and just spreading positive messages and really inspiring and encouraging messages to anyone we cross paths with like yeah i don't know just human connection yeah. I want a lot of human connection in the next five
1: years. Well, this has been so amazing, Lindsay. Do you want to, I know you said that you had an Instagram for your bus conversion. In, in any of your art stuff, if you want to plug any of that now, feel free to do so. And I can also drop it in the um, episode information, whatever, on the description. So go ahead, uh, drop anything here now if you want.
0: Yeah, please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Instagram for the bus is Schoolie Dream. It's S K O O L I E Dream. No spaces, nothing crazy. Um, Facebook is the same spelling, but there's a space between Schoolie and Dream. And then my art Instagram is Lindsay.Peterson, L I N D S E Y.P E T E R S E N. On Facebook, I am Imaginables.
1: Wonderful. I will put all of that into the description as well, people. So go ahead and follow those. Um, thank you so much for this. This has been
0: oh, so great. So, oh, and also you. thank you for thank reaching you. out this.
1: I I love this.
0: This is like, honestly, this has been, it's kind of like dream come true. Like who doesn't want to be on a podcast? This is so cool. Right? <laughs>
1: all right. Well, I will reach out to you. Um, well, I mean, you're following the, the Instagram too, so you'll see it too, but it'll probably be out. I think I've, two more in the queue. So like three weeks or so. Um, but I look forward to staying connected and also seeing pictures of the bus because yes. I'm very excited about that. So <laughs> thanks so much and get home safe. I don't know how far you are from,
0: from the sticks. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank, thank you so, so much. much. Lindsay. I love that you're doing this. I hope you yeah. never stop. Up. <laughs> I, me too. <laughs> thank you again.
1: Yep. Yeah. Bye Lindsay. Bye. Alrighty, wrapping up with Lindsay. Was that not such a fantastic interview, Lindsay? You were amazing. Um, I really hope you understand how cool it is that I think that you're doing this whole bus thing because literally, I'm obsessed. But l- just to recap all of this, guys, um, this is actually a perfect episode to do this little outro one because I was gonna. I, I actually wanted to bring it up. I was having a conversation with my friend, and you're gonna know, know who it is because I know you listen. So love you, but. She was texting me and she was just going crazy about one of the interviews that I had. Actually, quite a few people have loved the Shannon interview of her like traveling, going to Paris, which I also did. I think I was low-key a little bit obsessed. Shannon, I swear I'm not a freak, but you're amazing. Um, It's just I want to travel like that. So that's so cool. And I honestly think a lot of people are going to think the same thing about Lindsay. So I think this is a very great time to mention this. So you're sitting there listening to these stories thinking, oh my God, she has the coolest life ever. She lived in Paris. This girl, she went to Hawaii. You know, she's bouncing around. She's traveling once a month. All this crazy, fun, cool stuff. Yes, that is amazing. And I am not here to say that it's not because it freaking is, okay? However, remember, (laughs) the point of this podcast that I want to drive home is that everybody's journeys look very different. And it, all of this is possible for you. So if, if that is something that you're passionate about and you want to travel, you can achieve it, okay? So don't just think that it's other people doing cool stuff and that you're not doing cool stuff on your own. Because I don't want to romanticize all of these, pot, like these episodes. Like, remember, I'm trying to get a point, that, the idea that life is not a highlight reel that we see on Instagram. So even the people who have those super cool things of living abroad or going to Hawaii, all this. Like, let's look back at Lindsay. Lindsay went to Hawaii, amazing. She had to drop everything and go to Hawaii on a $2,000 budget. Personally, that, like, I think I crap my pants a little bit. (laughs) Like, seriously, that takes a whole lot of guts, guts that I don't have. And not even guts that, like, that's me saying... I don't have them. I'm scared of it. I mean, I am. (laughs) But I know that for my own sanity, I would never be able to do that. But Lindsay, that was Lindsay's journey. That was Lindsay. And look at what it all came out to be. I mean, she gets to do all this cool traveling stuff. Granted, she also had challenges in her upbringing with her family life. That's not romanticized, right? I'm not sitting here going crazy about that aspect of her life. So yes, she has really cool stuff going on. But she's choosing to do those things, and we're only talking about those cool stuff. I mean, we didn't get super into the nitty-gritty about her restaurant job, but I'm sure that that wasn't all apples and oranges. I don't think that's... Do people romanticize apples and oranges? You know what I'm saying. But but she's... We're not talking about that as the highlight of her life. She got to do really freaking cool things and go travel for months on end and come back to her job. But for her, like for me personally... I love to travel. I truly do. I don't know if I could go back to a restaurant job. And, and that's just me. I could not do it. And I'm sure that there were times when Lindsay was like, F this. I hate being a waitress, right? She did really cool stuff, but she probably had those moments too. So I, I really want to remind you all that, yes, there are amazing things that all these people are doing, but don't forget that there's a long journey that gets in there. And also, specifically to my friend who I was talking to about this, your journeys, all of you listening, are also things that you can romanticize yourself. And people can be sitting on the outside thinking, you freaking rock. I want to be that girl. This girl, she's, a, she's a, in dental school, pre-dental, going to be a freaking dentist, okay? That's flipping awesome. She's very into like her fitness and health and has a kick-ass Instagram. That's awesome. People see that on the outside and they're like, oh my god, I want to be her. So don't think that since you're not traveling once a month that your life isn't freaking awesome and you're on to do big, great things. Lindsay's life is awesome. Lindsay loves her life, right, Lindsay? (laughs) I hope you're listening to this and and shaking your head yes. Your life is awesome. Is your life for everybody? No. Remember we spoke to Ashley a couple weeks ago and Ashley was like, listen, for me, traveling is not something that's on the top of my priority list. And that's perfect for her. She's doing her own great things. So I just want to remind you all that... These stories that I'm sharing, it's all... I mean, don't get caught up in all the exciting stuff, even though it's great. It's fantastic. But don't forget the stuff that we talked about at the beginning. About her upbringing and about the fact that she didn't really know what she wanted to do. And and look at the way that it all wrapped around and got her to where she is. I mean, how incredible. She, she hops on a plane, goes to Hawaii, and meets travel nurses, and then realizes that's not what she wants to do. Actually, you know what? Let's go through all of that. Because I, I love all of these little pieces that really helped, um, get her to where she is. I mean, it's, it truly is that book, Outliers. I really recommend reading it, guys. A um, fantastic book. It just puts, shows you how all these perfect pieces have to match together for people to get to where they are. Fate. <laughs> Should I put, like, some, some, like, a little, like, nice music in there? Fate. Like, a, no, that was so bad. Uh, like, a. Angels, that's what I'm thinking. Like, ah, you know, fake. Okay, so anyways. So so Lindsay mentioned, you know, wanting to get out of her house really quickly, uh, Wanted to just get out of there. So she goes to St. Louis, uh, decides she's going to get her nursing degree, thinks she wants to be travel nursing, realizes, like, she needs to just get out. She's sick of school for a little bit, needs a break. Totally get that. She hops on a plane with some random from Facebook, rock on, and shows up in Hawaii with very little money. Ends up hitchhiking, meets travel nurses, what are the odds, realizes, oh my god, this career that I'm trying to build for myself is not at all what I wanted to be. Ends up getting sick and going home, <laughs> then happens to go back to the restaurant that got blown up for God knows why. I don't know what the restaurant is, so I can't tell you. But how that's perfect because then it gets her into a serving role where she realizes, hey, I can actually stay here and travel, like which is what I want to do, but still have that flexibility to come back and forth. Then with COVID, she gets time to explore her passion, realizes that she's really passionate about that art- artistic side of herself, and realizes, screw it, I'm going to go build this bus. And what is she doing? She's building that bus. So all these moving pieces are are coming to where she's at now. And it sounds like she's pretty dang happy with what she's doing. But don't forget, there was a lot that, that got her there. She had to go through some thick mud. So it's not all... Apples and oranges. God, I need to know with the right peaches and butterflies. Well, whatever you get. What I'm trying to say. So, with that being said, don't remember your journey can be romanticized as well, and you guys are all on the right path. I firmly believe it. If you ever feel like your life isn't being romanticized, call me up. I will hype you up all day, any day. I'm not kidding. Like I, I thrive on this. I love making people feel good about this stuff because it's so cool. And as someone from the outside, it really is awesome. I mean, there are so many cool parts of your life that you should take pride in. I will talk to you about it, okay? Even if you have some super weird quirk talent hobby that you wanna share, let me hype you up, okay? So whatever day it is, go grab it by the horns. (laughs)